I'm not done dancing yet. Turn it back up. All right, I'm done white girl dancing now. Welcome to the Park Life Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Beth, and I'm sitting here with... Did you mute yourself? I can't hear you. I failed. I just failed the entire opening. <laughs> we, we have to leave that in there. We have to leave no. it. No. Oh, my gosh. I was even talking. <laughs> Uh, I had a nice and a quick comeback for you too. Let's try that no, again. No, let's just keep going. Let's okay. just keep going, Greg. Come on. This so, is just uh, how we roll. This is how we roll. Um, <laughs> We're very you, professional here. Well, you said I'm Beth, and you said I'm joined by, and I said Greg, or should I say the Disney I'm like Greg watching now? Your mouth, I'm watching your mouth move, and I was like, yep, that's not right. Anyways. <laughs> um, so, yes, I'm Greg, and I don't know how to work my buttons on my board. It turns Got it out. done now. Okay, so let's start this off. Disney Plus is out. Yes. I just want to throw this out there. Disney Plus is out, everybody. I hope you're all enjoying it. Um, I know we talked about what we were excited to watch. I have watched a lot of the things that I said I was excited to watch. Um, but I feel like the most touching thing for me has been the imaginary story. And obviously, I didn't realize it was going to be like an episode by episode release. Yes. Weekly, um, I think, right? Yeah. So they've obviously there's two out now. And um, to- Doug and I both totally cried during the first one. Oh, I was no. like holding back tears watching <laughs> episode two today. So good luck with that. I'm curious how everybody else is. I'm loving it. Like, I think it's awesome. It's a great perspective. Just kind of like how you talked about. um, And we were talking a little bit about this before we started recording um, people that work for Disney for like a certain amount of years. Mm -hmm. And you get like your cast member for so long, you get all these perks and stuff. Yeah. But it's crazy. All these people that like still work for Disney today Mm -hmm. that have pretty much been around since day one, um, which I think is just a great testament to to the company itself. But I mean, obviously we're like the next episode is going to be kind of a like bum, bum, bum. Cause it's yes. when, um, I- Eisner is it? Yeah. Michael Eisner. Michael Eisner. Yeah. I was like, I want to say Bob, but it's not Michael no, Eisner. Bob Iger is current. Michael Eisner is previous. Yeah. So it's when like the Bob, sorry, Michael Eisner took over. And so we were like, Oh, this is going to be kind of like, we probably won't cry this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for different have, reasons. have opinions about him. Um, yeah. I have watched only one thing on Disney Plus. Okay, what have you watched? And it's from National Geographic. It's not even a real Disney <laughs> thing. I Nacho, Nicole what is has, it? Nicole has watched a lot more than me because I've been working a little bit. But I, we watched. Please tell me it was like the shape of dogs. It was the shape of dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled that up last night and Doug was like, you can watch that. Or maybe that was today. He was like, you can watch that in your own time. It's great. I was like, okay, <laughs> okay, I want to watch it. We were waiting to see um, Reba, but Reba's one of a I'm kind. Surprised. You haven't watched Noel yet because Noel was super cute. And I, I don't want it to seem like other things on my top five list were a sham because I've watched them. I just haven't oh, had yeah. time. I legitimately yeah, haven't had time. That's true. Um, that's true. And we had some, got- some family in town this week. So like it was, uh, you know, and we had the Christmas party over the week. Um, yeah. I want to hear about that. But I, you don't know this, Beth. Oh, gosh. But when you, I, I so I, maybe I'm into a little light espionage. Okay. But I was there the very first time you opened up your Disney Plus app. <gasps> and as you're scrolling... This is audio from your house as you're looking through what's available on the Disney Plus app. (laughs) Where was the rest of it? (laughs) Doug did say, he was like, I feel like they really missed out on when it like opens up the app and it has the like little star come forward. He's like, they totally missed out on, it should have been like, 
Like, why did they not put that in there? I think it's a more modern thing. I know, but I don't still, know. come on. If you're all about nostalgia and you're putting all these old things on there. I, to be honest, like, I, I feel would... like there should be a sound. Like, Netflix has a sound. Hulu has a sound. There's no sound. You don't get tired of hearing that sound, though? Oh, we get tired of it. But yes. I feel like, of all people, come on, Disney. Because I, so I don't know. I don't know, but... Um, I have a couple of other things I definitely want to talk about, but of course we have yeah. a big topic coming up of our holiday mm-hmm. through the years. I have a ton. Of, I have a ton of sound for you guys. Um, uh, of course we got our news nuggets and stuff, but we have another Greg learn something, and now you will too, which I'm I'm excited because I don't want to be dramatic about it, but it might blow your mind a little bit. Well, I love learning so. because this is something that was going on for 20 years, and I had seen oh. it for 20 years and never knew this was a thing. So that's why I'm okay, excited well, don't, about don't it. Don't spoil it. Don't I'm spoil, not it. spoil it. And I have a bunch of sound and stuff. So I have some submissions that actually, one of our pieces of sound today came from a listener, um, which reminds me, hey, if you ever think there's something cool you think you, you want to hear us talk about or chat about or bring to everyone's attention, just send me a link to it. Yeah. Which is what happened for this. Yeah, cool sound. Send it on. Send it on. So I know last week I talked about how I happened to have that awesome experience or I'm going to have an awesome experience because I won that prize through Disney right, and stuff. Right, right. So I got an email from the team that puts together the giveaway things and so I had won two nights at the beach club and tickets to Frozen and some meal vouchers, which is, by the way, mind-blowing, right? So I'm still pumped about it. That's coming up. And I got an email saying, we want to let you know that we have to change the <gasps> prize. I'm like, oh, God, no. No. Um, they're changing us from the beach club to the yacht club, which Woo! is exciting because there are two resorts, Nicole, and I have never stayed at, one of which is the Art of Animation. The other is the yacht club. And we've always wow. said we're just never going to stay there because it's too darn expensive. Um, and yet Somebody now we get to do you it. Doing a podcast, and you need to experience that because I'm an influencer. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm sure. not. Um, but uh, I'm gonna have to. Every time I post, it's gonna have to say hashtag ad, hashtag sponsored. Um, but I'm excited because influencer Nicole gets to cross a resort of, off of our list. Talk about Disney yeah. magic. We get to you know cross off our list, and we don't have to pay. And I'm obviously beyond thrilled and grateful. So, super is that considered that. like? I mean, is that considered a lateral move or is that an upgrade? What would you consider that? I Well, I've never stayed at the Yacht Club and I get this vibe. Okay. I don't know if anyone else is like this. There are so, certain resorts I walk into are like, I don't belong here, guys. Right? Oh, yeah. I'm like medium that way at the Grand Floridian because I've stayed there before and I've eaten there enough it's times like the, where like, I feel like I've earned a little bit. Yeah, Polynesian, Polynesian I'm okay. But the Yacht yeah. Club, I'm always like, boof, this is not for mm. me. Um, but You're it's like, going to be for like me if it's for free. You feel like you need to put your sweater over your shoulders? Is that what it is? <laughs> Got to put my sweater, over my sweater over my shoulders and tie it in a little knot. Yeah, basically. And uh, wear uh, uh, nautical shorts. Nautical, nautical shorts thing. with boot the, the boat shoes, you know, with no socks because you got to be totally yeah. gross. And exactly. a polo that's tucked in with a white like maybe a captain's hat <laughs> with a, maybe with a white cloth belt and not a cigar, a pipe. You have yes. to have a pipe. <laughs> Just saying. And a monocle. Um, I want to thank everyone for submitting their stuff to our survey. Big shout out to everyone who participated. We got awesome. a lot of feedback as compared oh, to the first time, which is good because obviously, you know, we're, we got more people. You haven't listening. told me about this. I guess I we'll didn't. talk about this afterwards. Good, yeah, yeah. good feedback. All, good stuff. And that was the point. <laughs> Constructive. And, and, and I'll be honest, I wasn't fishing for compliments. That's really not the point for me because I really want to hear what you guys want to hear. Like, are we doing the right thing for you? Do you want to hear more of our top five segments? Do you want to hear more of yeah. us just kind of talking out of our butts, basically? We do, what do you want to hear? Because I'll, I'll do whatever. I'm, I'm game. As long as we're talking about Disney, I'm down pretty much for whatever. Do you just want us to say butts again? Butts. I mean, <laughs> talking out about butts, guys. Um, but we got a lot of people who were very, very nice and even got uh, one direct message from a listener who just said some very nice things. And the odd thing is about the survey is I don't know who said what. So I can't like specifically to reach oh, out. Yeah. Like, oh, that was so kind of you to say those things. Yeah. So 
I am very grateful to hear Love some you guys. of these things. Um, and guys, do you know what happened over the last couple of days? Just say I no. don't know. Because it's time no. to let you in on something. <laughs> it happened again in a world full of, I don't know, negativity. People getting, you know, people complaining. People talking about the politics. It still happens. And I was ready. Yeah. Guys, I'm happy you, to report. You were waiting. You were I waiting. I was waiting for this. And if you follow us on Instagram at that Park Life Podcast, you know what the miracle is, maybe. Oh, a little I bit know more. what it is. Are you ready for a miracle? Oh, I like when they have to bring the guy in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We've never played it long enough for the guy. I usually, usually I always feel like people are tired of the song, but I don't um, Hey, so the Contempo Cafe is now selling the peanut butter pie. Thank <laughs> I think now I'm being blasphemous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like, mm, maybe we need to cut that. Mm, <laughs> maybe mm. it should be. She did say Jesus. No disrespect. <laughs> this is not the intention of this. Um, I love Jesus. It's okay. <laughs> yes. So anyway, uh, obviously I'm very happy to hear that after a week of going without, guys, I'm yeah. back, back in the game. That's so weird that it was only for that like short amount of time that they were just like, no, we're not doing it this week. I don't know. Maybe they just but- ran out of the ingredients. Like Ethel really just needed to take a break for the peanut butter pies. <laughs> the peanut butter pie we'll specialist. Let you know when she's back in. <laughs> the peanut butter pie specialist was on vacation and didn't have a replacement. Yeah, like she took a vacation. They're like, "Well, Ethel, you know, we're you not going to be able to make peanut butter pies, and people are. It's going to be an outrage on the socials." Wait till our social influencer Greg from that Park Left podcast yeah, hears like, about wait this. Till Greg hears about this. Hashtag not my Disney. Um, <laughs> and also, I changed my name on Instagram. Okay, so. Uh, Basically, let's... Christmas came early for you. I'm just really happy for you. Is yes, what I'm saying. I was well, and then you posted that. that picture, and I was like, "Gosh!" And I still want to try it. So maybe when we come in February, yes, I'll make Doug. We'll go over there and get one. Um, and I just did a quick little name change for myself on Instagram. No yeah, big you, deal. Are you, you going to tell me about it? Uh, who cares? Um, just a quick sign. I don't. I, really, I care. I don't want to make I a big. Care. It's just a name, right? I, I don't. I just wanted. I wanted it to know if when people saw the name, they knew exactly what they were getting. They're getting me. My name is Greg, and I like Disney. Disney Greg, fine. Her, her but. What I didn't want people to think, because you know, you know, oh, excuse me, some chicken nuggets coming up. So, um, you know, if you leave a void of information, people will fill the void, often with misinformation oh, yeah. or drama. They're like, or oh, he's getting a divorce, and she took the dog. Exactly. I'm not even <laughs> joking. So, um, which is why I posted the day, like, to announce the name change, yeah. a photo of me and Nicole, so a that picture people of you. <laughs> weren't thinking like, oh, it's just Greg now. It's what happened to Nicole Reba and Greg. That's not. That's not all. What's happening. It's yeah, just, but you know, people are still thinking, ooh, what's the story there? Something yes, happened. There's I know. And people joked about it. Like both both separately, the Disney Kremlins both responded with, oh, poor Reba. Reba doesn't deserve this. I know. Joke She'll still be a mascot. She'll still be a mascot. And, but, and also in my story that day was a beautiful photo of Reba. So everyone can I'm actually down. shocked that that name was available. I know. I saw it and I was like, oh, God, how it fits. Well, Disney Greg, no. But the Disney Greg, yes. So fine. Um, but anyway. So, Feel free to Google yourself and see if the see Disney, your name, is still available. Yes, I'm just happy to have an it because NRG meant a lot to me. But just if you're scrolling through, that this doesn't look like anything. Yeah. It looks like a jumble yeah. of letters and stuff. So I'm happy to have a little yeah, more clear, specific name. Anyway, let's hop into our topic. So obviously, it's holiday season here at Disney. I even went to the Christmas party. And I'm probably going to mention a little bit of that here and there okay. um, as we're talking about the past and present <laughs> of the Very Merry Christmas party. Um but there's been things going on for a long time since like the beginning with the holidays. So I thought it would be cool to go back and talk about some of the ways that the parks celebrated the holiday back in the day and how they've changed from then until now. Right. 
So we'll, are we going to yeah? We'll I guess we'll right go like it? park by park here. Of course, I think we should yeah. start where it's like the most stuff is Magic Kingdom. It's like Holiday Central, Magic Kingdom. Yeah, and we did um, so research on holiday stuff was kind of rough. Like I was trying to do as much research as I could, but it was rough. Like finding details, concrete from, like, details. Yeah, yes. like past things to present. So I mean, there's a lot of different places that we got this information. A lot of it's like Wikipedia. Um, I got some from like d23.com from allears.net. So there's like a few things kind of, some things are from Greg's mind himself. Yes. I have memories. Um, yeah. Memories. So honestly, we're just going to start kind of go through the park. So magic kingdom, I think was clearly the biggest, the yes. Mickey's very merry Christmas party. I did not know this cause I'm going to be real with you guys. Last year was my first year experiencing holiday, anything. Oh, well, I mean, Halloween I've done before, but like Christmas stuff last year was yeah. the first time I ever done Christmas. Um, at Disney. So it was like all, all new. Um, but the very Merry Christmas party, sorry, the very first Mickey's very Merry Christmas party was held on December 16th, 1983. So it's been going on since then. It's a long time ago. The yeah. first one I went to was 1994, which is not because okay. that seems so long ago when you think about how that was the 11th or 12th one, how we do that math. Uh, and I'd already been going on for over 10 years. It's nuts. Yeah. Um, well, and I was curious I, I wasn't really able to find too much information on um, like, do they, do they still do the same thing? Like, I mean, obviously there was a stage show. We'll talk about that, but the parade, I'm assuming there was a parade every time. Like, do you remember that from back in the day? Yeah. So the parade, and I know this is in your notes, but the parade has changed names. It used to just be the very Merry Christmas parade. And that right. was the parade they would show on TV a lot. Um, it did wind up changing over to the once upon a Christmas time. That's what it is currently, which by the way, has a catchy AF song. It's still in my head. <laughs> saw it three or four nights ago now at this point, four nights ago. And it's I'm still replaying in my head over and over again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the same. I mean, the structure of the party stayed pretty similar. The names of the segments have changed. But for sure, I, so, I, you know, I was a kid when it went in 1994. So I was actually reading an account of someone's experience from 1997. And they just happened. This was like, you can tell it was 1997. It was pre-blogs. So like the way mm-hmm. that this was worded in this website was formatted. Like you can tell like a, there was no such thing as a blog template. You know, like right. it was just a very bizarre format, but it was really insightful because I was able to get some information out of there about what other people experienced in the 90s. And myself, obviously, I did it. I mean, I was a child. I was nine years old. Right. In 1994. Um, but yeah, a lot of the segments stayed the same. I know we have some notes on the different segments and stuff. Yeah, I was trying to like go through them. So Snope obviously is a big thing now. Everybody, it's like it snows in Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. How could that be? It's really like this bubble technology that they do. It, they like, do blow these things. It's basically bubbles that they're blowing out, but yes. not like bubbles in the sense that you think. It legitimately kind of looks like snow. Yes. Um, and so that whole thing started in Disneyland in, t- in the year 2000. Um, and the earliest I could find was 1994, which you had talked about. So I wasn't sure we have um, a when that I... Yeah, they handed out buttons that year that said the first snow <laughs> with it was Mickey like Mickey's nose ah. was basically the button and where his so like the center of the button was his nose, if I remember correctly, and it said the first snow on it and it said 1994. So I'm yeah. pretty sure that was the first year they that did was the snow first there. Year. Um, yeah. I don't think they were doing first snow of the season because they handed out that button throughout the you know the season that season. Um, right. And since then, now, obviously, they have Snope over at um, at Hollywood Studios, Hollywood Studios. as well. Yep. But I don't know if that's where they started it or not. So, No, I'm pretty sure it was first at uh, Magic Kingdom. They also do Snope currently at the Christmas Tree Trail at Disney Springs. Okay. 
Yes, yes, I did. We actually watched a video on that earlier. Oh, nice. They're blowing smoke. Um, and then let's see. So another thing was Mickey's Mickey's most merriest celebration stage show. That's yes. what it's called now. Yeah, that's what it's called now. Such a long name. Um, so that started in 2016, mm-hmm. but the stage show before that was called Celebrate the Season. Yes, and even before that, it was called Every Day Is a Holiday. That's the earliest one okay. I, I saw. Um, and now it's the most merriest, the merriest. Those of you who have seen that show know exactly what I'm doing right there. Um, <laughs> and it's very catchy. It's got a song in it that even today I was talking to friends who were on their way to the Christmas party. I'm like, oh, have you guys seen the stage show? I'm like, oh, is it the one about the cell phones? Because that's that's like the thing that people oh. sticks out in people's mind. If you've seen it on YouTube or you've seen it in person, they have they incorporated a song which wasn't written by Disney called Text Me a Merry Christmas. Ah. And the whole time the characters have cell phones in their hands. And they like it's obviously just a, a bright light because the screen is lit up the whole time, so you can really tell it's a cell phone. Um, and for whatever reason, that seems to be the thing that people focus on with that. It's so bizarre to me. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you aren't, if you don't want to see Disney characters talk about cell phones, it is a little jarring and weird. If yeah. it doesn't bother you, it doesn't bother you. But they do other songs. It's like five or six songs, and that's the one that always people people always. Go I guess to. I always think of them because everybody posted videos when that when the reindeer that one reindeer just like went off like dancing. Yes. There's like that one. I don't know if it's like this one specific one, but I just remember everybody posting videos like this. This this guy is like killing it in this yes. reindeer costume for the I stage did see show. That, yeah. Um, um. But yeah. So then a, and then. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm saying it's a great show. So hopefully you've seen it. Yeah. And then the other thing that's part of the uh, Merry Merry Christmas party is the holiday wishes, mm-hmm. which is different now. Yes. But originally it was holiday wishes. So it was just another fireworks spectacular. It involved. Um, a medley of the original Wishes soundtrack, which obviously, you know, Wishes is not a thing anymore because it's yep. Happily Ever After. This is what was before Happily Ever After. Um, and then they just kind of mixed some Christmas songs in with that. Yes. Now it's just Christmas music. It's yeah. Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks, which were cool, yeah. by the way. And this says that um, the holiday Wishes actually started with Tinkerbell flying over the castle. And it was narrated by Jiminy Cricket. Do they still do the Tinkerbell thing? I cannot remember. Tinkerbell is not involved in the Christmas, in the current Christmas fireworks. Okay. Tinkerbell is still a part of Happily Ever After, for sure. Right. Um, and then it said it also had lighting effects that were projected on the castle. They had like an appearance of Santa Claus yes. and the castle turning green to appear as if it was a Christmas tree. Um, yeah. And then so this year, obviously, it was replaced by Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Which has changed show. a lot. Um, before yeah. Wishes, like the regular fireworks, was Fantasy in the Sky. And right. in the very beginning days of The Very Merry, they still did the, the, like a Christmas version of the Fantasy in the Sky. But I'm sure it was the same thing. They took the regular music and just intertwined right. Christmas. This time it's straight up cra- crass mass. Um, right. By the way, here's... <laughs> you were going to say straight up crap. <laughs> no, 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 it's good. But I, I, this is, I don't, I don't want to complain because it's still a great fireworks display. But yeah. when you've seen previous years and even right. previous years um, Halloween party, you know what perimeter fireworks are. And these are not mm-hmm. perimeter. They they right. used to go off. So they go off to the, you know, uh, above the castle. They go off like a little bit to the left and right. Whereas the regular, they would go off like at a full 100 degree. Eight. There would be 360, but they'd right. be 100 right. degree eight, eight, 180 degree angle from you. This was like less than that. It's like half of that. Yeah. Which was a Because I mean, Dis- doesn't Disneyland, like they have like 180 things I, honestly i don't know but i was waiting for it so i had my camera ready like to go their christmas show is like a 180 view because it's like per, they have projections all the way down main street they on do. the bu- main yeah. street on the buildings and they do fireworks like all around maybe i mean that's it used to be that way for for disney and now on fourth of july they do true perimeter i mean they're behind you as well as the left right. and in front of you 
but I guess not during the Christmas party. Uh, yeah, during the Christmas party anymore. Don't get me wrong. It was still a great fireworks show. But I just was, I was, I, like, previously it was a buildup to the three, to the uh, perimeter fireworks. And now they don't right. do it. So I'm, when you, and it right. was my own fault for building my own expectation. But that's what I was waiting for. And it didn't happen. I was like, ah. Yeah. So you're like, wow. And well, and then we all know comparison is the thief of, thief of joy. So. I know. It's my own fault. Anyways. Um, all right. You want to talk about the castle lights? Yeah. So this is, and this is, by the way, this was difficult to nail down too. So the best I could find was that yeah. it started in 2007. And I know for sure that it was something that was lit up by the fairy godmothers because it's Cinderella's castle or Cinderella castle. Like there's a debate on whether there's an S in there. Um, yeah. Cinderella castle. And uh, there is all kind. I mean, it's a bunch of lights. If you ever traveled down to the parks leading up to this time or after this time, you see the crane up and it's in, right. the, in the process of putting on and or removing over 200,000 lights on these big giant nets. Insane. And I was, I was reading up on this. The Imagineers that had to work with, like, obviously a bunch of technology people and blah, 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 blah. Their main mission was to make it so that you had a real hard time telling that the castle was covered with fishnet, basically. Right. Like, uh, uh, lights, because they, when they were planning this out, this was just after what you might call the aftermath of the 25th (laughs) anniversary castle of the cake. Because people were mad about it. You know me, loving it, wish it would come back. I'll sit there with a bag of popcorn and be all about it. But people hated it. And uh, they didn't want that to be the case for the whole season. And honestly, during the day, if you take a picture, you might kind of see something. But you really have to like look, look to see it. So they had to do that kind of thing too. And Well, my my worry was when they were doing like... So they have already obviously lit up the castle now. And so when we were there, they're all, they're still doing happily ever after. So I was like, I wonder how it works with the projection shows. Yeah, it still looks good. They have all these lights, but there was, there was like the middle part of happily ever after we were watching it was blurry, but I, I think it was just because one of the lenses was out of focus because everything else looked fine. And we're like, the whole castle is covered and it still looks amazing everywhere else. During, uh, but I was like, I guess I never thought about that, that that might be a thing, but it's not. It's not because during, oh, I didn't see Happily Ever After the other night because it was the Christmas party. So it was just, right. uh, I already forgot the name of it. Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Time Explosion. America, Mary, Mary's America time. number one. <laughs> <laughs> Much Christmas, very Yule. Yeah. Um, the fireworks show. And uh, the projection of that were, were crisp and clear. So it was, maybe they fixed that yeah. lens that night. For all we know, a bird pooped on that thing, by the way. Oh yeah, for uh, sure. We happens. were like, oh, I, I, I wish they like somebody could have just like gone in there and been like zoop and yes. fixed it. Because it was uh, that middle part where you're like, oh, that's where like all the big stuff happens right there. And it takes, um, a, it takes a while for those lights to go up. So I was kind of joking about how you can see the crane. I have so many photos when we were traveling here in January with the crane <laughs> in the background because they were dismantling. Yeah. It's about five or six weeks, depending on, you know, how, how what their pro- pro- progress is like to put them up and then again to take them down. Um, 18 miles of cable, which is ridiculous. Uh, it has since changed. It's no longer Fairy Godmother. As of 2014, in the height of Frozen, mm-hmm. I don't know. Which we're about to step back into. Right this back week. into. Put my foot right back It's in. crazy. Like, I was thinking about it. I'm like, it's like, it's about to be this whole big thing over, all over again. again. Yes. It's this crazy. time, Anna and Elsa and Olaf visit from Arendelle and are, what's the word, prompted by the guests, us in the audience, to right. have Elsa decorate the castle to more accurately represent what it's like in her kingdom and how it is for winter, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I have a friend I think Kristoff's a part of that, too, is he not? Who? Kristoff isn't no. out there, too. No. It's not? I don't Just think the three? So. Pretty sure. Maybe okay. you're right. You could be right. Gosh, I don't remember now. <laughs> I feel like um, he's part of it, maybe not. 
But I have, I have a, a friend at work who was a little bent on the idea that Anna and Elsa, 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 what just happened? Anna er, and Elsa er, only ask the crowd, the audience, if mm-hmm. Elsa should essentially ruin Cinderella's castle and right. yet never asks the property owners, Cinderella <laughs> or Prince Charming. <laughs> it would be like you going standing outside someone's house and a yeah. mob of people telling you to break yeah. in. They're like, oh, it's cool. All the people said it, guys. No big deal. Meanwhile, C- Cinderella comes out in the balcony like, uh, hello. hello. Excuse me. She's got her glass slippers in her hand because she, she, yeah. she can't run to the balcony exactly. with the monster. She's going to take them off and run to the balcony. The next thing was the totally Tomorrowland Christmas. So it's just like that over in the stage in Tomorrowland, they have a 20-minute show. It's performed a few times throughout the night. Um, they have Buzz Lightyear out there and Mike Wazowski. Uh <laughs> Stitch is in there. They're basically teaching Stitch the meaning of Christmas before he laser blasts Santa out of the sky. And that's yeah. they've had stage shows th- for a long time. Um, it wasn't always the that, obviously. So that, that started in 2009. Before right. that, I'm pretty sure this is the area where they did Mickey's Twas the Night Before Christmas, which was not okay. a dance party. Um, they also used to do a bunch of other shows, which they definitely don't do anymore. They have other things this year, which is not to say they're better or worse. But they used to have a Miss Minnie's Country Christmas party or dance oh. or not a uh, party, like a show. This is at the Diamond Horseshoe Saloon, which Country Christmas Party. Country where Christmas. is that? Um, in Ed, uh, Frontierland area, okay. like Liberty okay. Square, front, like kind of where those two yeah, uh, yeah. intersect. And then they also had a Bell's Enchanted Christmas over in Fantasyland, um, which they don't do either. Which is not to say they didn't replace it because the stuff they got going on now yeah. is fun. So, um, they have a country bear area dance party, which we're going to get to the country bears mm-hmm. uh, in a minute about something else they used to do. That still exists, though. They have like a Disney Junior dance party over in Storybook Circus. Okay. They also, um, they've kind of focused, it seems like over the last couple of years to changing the, or doing not really like a, an overlay, but just kind of altering the classic ride style for a few attractions to incorporate like a holiday right. vibe. Because now right. they have a holiday version of Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor where they put the ha, 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 yeah. ho, ho, ho. And we did right. that. And uh, that's not my was line. It? it was it? It was good. It, okay. In my opinion, it didn't feel like it was a cookie that was fully baked and needed to yeah. go back in the oven a little bit longer. But that's just okay. me. Maybe it's because I've done the regular Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor so many times. Um, yeah. If this was the only time you've done it, you probably would have had a good time. I mean, did you laugh at all? Yeah, I laughed. I mean, it's it okay. was really this. It's the same kind of thing. It's just that there were different holiday colors and a few holiday things. Like they were just, but the okay. the um, animations were different. The voices were different. So yeah. when Roz was speaking, it wasn't just the same exact speech. She was actually gotcha. talking about holiday related stuff. Right. I thought maybe it would just be the regular, but they just like you could tell they were just slapping. It's like putting white out over it's something. Holiday. Yeah, They're like they Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can tell, yeah. Like, oh, okay. Um, and then this year they have the uh, holiday decorations around the Tomorrowland Speedway. Still skip it. And the um, the holiday version of Space Mountain was pretty cool as well. Yeah, I wanted to ask about that because obviously that's something new. Yes, they it is really... new. And I, and Didn't I... they start that last year? Uh, they did it for Halloween where they did a complete ride, a dark they did ride it for experience. Halloween. Okay. Yes, I believe but this, this is, is a... the first Christmas. So okay. it's not a complete uh, dark experience. If you saw, I think I posted it. I don't remember if it was on the podcast account or at now the Disney Greg. I don't remember. Sorry. But one of those two, I posted it. So um, it's not a dark experience because they're actually flashing okay. a bunch of lights, which oh. normally I feel like would take away from the ride. Because right. knowing where the track is and stuff kind of like takes away. You can tell where you're yeah. about to do a big drop or go up a hill to the left and right. Um but because there were like flashing lights, it was, I don't want to say disorienting, but it 
still made it a fun ride because it didn't really illuminate all of the track, just bits and pieces okay. of it. So yeah. it wouldn't always illuminate the track directly in front of you. It would be like above or to the left and right. And you, so you couldn't necessarily tell right. still what was coming. And they're blasting a, I'm air quoting this, a rock like Christmas album. <laughs> yeah, um, we were like, we, we were reading the description. We we're like a rock Christmas like theme vibe. Like, what does that sound it's like? It's almost like Trans-Siberian Orchestra. When right. They're really, like when they're dialed up, you know, really like, getting it. That's it. But it's still not really. And don't get me wrong. It was it was cool. I would absolutely do it again. We did it one time that night. It was a 20 minute wait, but we maybe waited 15 minutes. Not bad. Oh, that's not bad. Not bad that's at not all. Bad. Um, but uh, and they also do the uh, teacups where they play Christmas music and they add a little fog and stuff. But the idea of adding things to a ride is not new. Something that debuted all the way back in 1984 was the Country Bear Christmas special. Yeah. It stopped. Something I've never seen. I, I don't honestly don't know if we did it or not. It lasted until 2005, so about 20 okay. years uh, of it being there, 21 years. Uh, and it wound up stopping because of basically lack of interest. People yeah. just weren't that into it. Not enough nostalgia. Not enough nostalgia. It had a <laughs> Until it closed. And then I'm sure people like yeah. were outraged. There, there were the uh, country, maybe the country bear purists were upset. That's and right. then the country bear people who were upset that it left where they had a whole, whole big fight. They were, it was in the streets, like the jets and the sharks. It was West Side Story <laughs> in the middle of Magic Kingdom. Walking around snapping. Um, <laughs> the show did feature some traditional Christmas carols. They threw in some modern songs and what they were calling some original Christmas barrels. <laughs> it cracks me up. I hope you could bear with them to the end. Yes. Um, of course, all sung by the bears in the in their country twang, which twang. is twang, twang, um, And of course, that show started the way that it does now with the Melvin, Buff and Max on the wall starting the conversation and stuff. Um, they also argued over who gets to sing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And of course, Henry <laughs> would appear on show on the stage and start the show. Yeah. And we That's can't forget cool. about Jingle Cruise. I know. So Jingle Cruise is something I have done. Yes. <laughs> Um, Jingle Cruise started in 2013. So this was like, obviously it was a big deal because it's a holiday layover. We talked about before, like, why does a Disney World do a lot of holiday layover things? Mm -hmm. Um, And mainly it's because it is more of an international attraction over Disneyland. So more people come to Walt Disney World from all over the world than Disneyland. And so they don't want to change it too much because if this is your only time to be there, they don't want it to be like just this you know, they want you to see all the normal things too. Yes. Um, which I guess is why they're adding so many things to the Christmas party because they're like, well, this is a special ticketed thing. You can do the regular things in the daytime and then at nighttime or whatever. But Jingle Cruise is a, um, a layover. Um, overlay. A layover? <laughs> overlay. Elastic not a layover. Wait. It's not the time of between two flights. Yeah. Layover. Okay. <laughs> overlay. Um, but basically, there's just a lot of like Christmas decorations and then they do holiday themed jokes instead. So you are getting a little bit of a different dialogue with the, um, the skippers, but there's so many details. If you go over there, um, there's just a ton of detail. Like the boats are named differently. There's, um, Christmas ornaments like all over the place, pretty much anything they can put in a Santa hat. They've put in a Santa hat, including the cast, so, the skippers yeah. themselves are in Santa hats. Yeah. And I love those Santa hats. They're actually like, I was like, those are actually really cute. <laughs> like they, I mean, they match their outfit. They're not just like a normal Santa hat. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's definitely worth like going over and, and of course, and the, the jungle cruise sign is changed. So like they put a little thing over the, the U where they put like a little eye there. So it says jingle cruise. Um, so even the sign is like all done up and dolled up. Um, so it's definitely worth like checking it out when oh, you're there. Yeah. Cause it's just different, you know, it's different from what you're, you've, you're used to. 
um, I think that wraps us up for Magic Kingdom. Yeah, the only other thing, well, okay, so I kind of put this in a different section, but let's talk about the the Christmas parade because that was done in Magic Kingdom for the most part. So Disney Parks Christmas Day Parade, um, this started airing on TV in 1983. And then during the 80s and 90s, the program was like first known as the Walt Disney World Very Merry Christmas Parade. So Mm -hmm. obviously they changed the name because it's the very Merry Christmas party. Uh So I guess they didn't want to like all the confusion. So it used to be known as the Walt Disney world, very Merry Christmas parade. Now it's just the Disney parks Christmas day parade. So they've been doing this like every year, right? Well, in the year 2000, Disney aired a Christmas Eve tracking Santa Christmas special. So they didn't do the Christmas day parade that year because they did a Christmas Eve, like tracking Santa thing, which I was trying to remember if I remember that or not. I don't remember that. I feel like I don't remember that, but whatever. Um, and then, and then in 1999, it was a nighttime version of the parade. So the only, th- those are the only two times that they haven't done like the Christmas, pra- basically like Christmas morning. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like the Thanksgiving day parade where it's like Christmas morning. Yeah. Um, so 1999, they did a nighttime version of the parade that was shown on that day. Obviously everything's kind of like filmed before now. So it's usually filmed a month or so before Christmas. Um, which I think they just did it last week. They did a bunch of filming in the parks, Hollywood Studios yeah. specifically, and uh, Magic Kingdom. And Nicole happened to be there while Shaggy and Sting were on stage singing, <gasps> nice. incidentally. <laughs> so funny. It is. Um, but, so before, but so before they started filming, you know, like a month before, it was actually a live broadcast. Yeah. So they would live broadcast on Christmas Day. Um, this was done until the early 90s, which I'm like, that must have been insane. They were probably like, we can't do this anymore. Well, after doing it for like 10 years, they were probably like, we're done. We got to like, let's do a, you know, well, plus, I'm sure like, there's just more moving parts to that. I think there is. And think about this. So people either already have an image of what Disney World should <laughs> look like. In other words, like a paradise where reality doesn't happen. And sometimes reality is rain or cloudiness or freezing cold. Right. That's true. Um, and even if that's not the image that you have, Disney's going to want you to have that image. So now they do have they have a little bit of control over that because they can yeah. record it. Like, let's say they, they plan to record on a certain day. If they wanted to, they can do it a different day when it's sunny out. Yeah, which I feel like that's happened before yes. where they're like, well, it's going to rain on Tuesday, but Wednesday's, Wednesday is going to look good. So we're going to go ahead and do it yes. on Wednesday. And imagine- uh, I mean, I guess that that would be interesting. I mean, I gosh, man, the person that has to put all those logistics together, Forget because it. when you have celebrities coming from out of town to do things and then you have to change days, like I'm sure it's just a total like, oh, my gosh. What is happening? So kudos to all those cast members that have to like put those things together. And imagine it's a it's a live broadcast. Imagine someone tries to pull a stunt. Gosh. Do you know what I mean? With, like they're not. It's not going to happen. To America, that would happen today. But yes. Um, and obviously, this is you know, and and the the time the time frame thing because there's the time difference because they do film some of the stuff at Disneyland. I yep. mean, sometimes they do it all over the world. They'll they'll do things from different parks. Yep. For this one thing. So, um, but the parade goes down Main Street USA. It features appearances of Disney characters. So there's obviously the Fabio's Fab Five, Mickey Mouse, Minnie, Goofy, Donald Duck, Daisy, um, Daisy Duck, Pluto, Scrooge, Chip and Dale. They have a bunch. They have a bunch of floats. They do celebrities where they'll have musical performances. It is kind of like a mini version of the Macy's Day Parade. Yeah. Um, they have marching bands from various schools and community groups. Um, all, all kinds of things for that. So, and then obviously I feel like every Christmas parade has to conclude with Santa Claus coming yeah, down. So otherwise it's not official. Yeah, that's pretty much so. But they have like all kinds of performances going on. Some at different locations. I, I mean, I know they do like stuff from Alani, like they'll have live, not live, but they'll have footage from Alani going yeah. on. So that's why it's sometimes interesting. Cause you're like, what is happening? Cause they're, you know, you think it's live. It's like, 
you think it's live, but it's been filmed like a month before. So it's different time differences. And you're like, what is happening? They're like, we're going to hop on over to Alani where blah, 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 blah is happening. <laughs> so they kind of talk like it's live, but you know that it's not. So it's yes. just kind of weird. Well, um, I think that's that's what they're going for. By the way, anytime yeah. I hear Hawaii and Christmas in the same sentence, I don't know if you think of this, but this is all I think of. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I think I'm allowed to play less than 30 seconds of the song. That's all we get. Uh, that's the song. Um, spoiler alert, Doug and I watch, starting starting on Thanksgiving Day, Doug and I watch Christmas Vacation. Like, and you hear this song? Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, like legit, over... I watched it. I watched it last night. <laughs> oh gosh, let's hop over to Epcot. We know they do a couple of things now at Epcot. Of course, they have the fest- International Festival of the Holidays, um, and they still do the Candlelight Processional, which we'll get to in a minute. But I don't know if you've ever experienced this, Beth. But and I had forgotten this was the, was a thing, and I can't believe I forgot. I have a video of this back before like cell phones had capability of taking videos. I had like oh, a really? camera with me. There was oh, an God. archway. That used to exist on the path between or the path that connects future world and the world showcase. So right. it's, it's that long uh, straightaway there where you kind of you go underneath the, the monorail track. Yeah, there's nothing there now. But as you're looking, it's you know, if you were to turn one way, you'd face space spaceship Earth. If you turn the other way, you face you basically uh, face the world showcase lagoon. And that's where we decided to go left or right, whether you do Mexico or Canada. And uh, it was this big giant archway with a, like a, a bunch of different pillars and stuff that were all wired up. With lights. Yeah. And the lights would be synchronized with the music. Kind of Love like it. how the Osborne uh, lights were, which of course we're going to talk about. It's still a hot button right. issue for some people. And uh, <laughs> I had forgotten about this. And I remember going back years later thinking like, oh, I wonder when they're going to put up that archway. And they just never did. And then I kind of never forgot happened. about it. Um, I was actually reading a tweet. And believe it or not, Disney tweeted about this um, when they decided to remove it, which is nuts because this, I can't, I can't, I can't believe I didn't write down the year. Oh, no, 2009. They tweet okay. about it in 2000. This was 10 years ago. No, don't get me wrong. Twitter yeah. was still a thing, but it wasn't like the thing that it is now. Right. Um, they but actually, I still love that you can go back on this on like the internet and yes. find find that. It's like, well, they tweeted about it. And because I saw, like, I was reading this article on uh, attractionsmagazine.com about the archway, and it said Disney tweet. And I was like, this tweet still isn't there. And I clicked it, and sure <laughs> enough, it was sure enough. whatever month of 2009 where they're talking about how they're going to retire it due to the fact that the tech is, quote, obsolete. So I guess whatever technology was in use to coordinate the sound and the music just didn't right. exist. This is what they said. I don't know why they couldn't think of more. I don't know. Um, it just So it just went away and never came back. And it was so cool. Yeah. It was awesome. I don't ever – I see, I don't remember that. Well, obviously, I wasn't there during the holidays, but I don't remember, like, people talking about it. But also, let that be a lesson that your tweets are never deleted. Never deleted. <laughs> unless you delete them, I guess. Or someone takes a screenshot. But it was called The Lights of Winter. If you remember it, feel free to reach out and let me know so I don't, I'm not the only one because I know – uh, people had to have experienced yeah. that. And it was so cool. I, I feel really like I've wish. seen photos of it and it was beautiful. It is beautiful. I really wish they'd bring it back. We um, have, um, like where I'm from in Charleston, we, they have like a, it's one of those drive through Christmas light things. Oh yeah. And so they have like a big archway thing like that. So that's what I visualize, I guess, when people talk about it. Cause I'm like, yeah, that is, is it is really cool for sure. Um, okay. So should we talk about the candlelight processional? Yeah, let's talk about that. Because it's a big thing. This is a big thing. I mean, they get celebrity narrators, which brings the crowds in depending on who the who the celebrity is. But this has been going on since the time of Disneyland. Yeah. It's 1955. Yeah, Do you 19- want me to 
kind of jump into it yeah, here? Yeah, throw us some facts at us about yeah. this. So it started in Disneyland in 1955. It basically began with 12 carolers from the University of Southern California. They would walk around the park performing, um, and then they would also have guest choirs that were invited to come in to perform daily on um, in the Main Street USA Bandstand. So they have that, like, gazebo thing mm-hmm. in the middle. Um, and then on the opening afternoon of the festival, the carolers and a 300 member mass chorus made up of visiting choirs. They would stand together on the train station and sing Christmas carols accompanied by like visiting school bands. So you can kind of imagine this was a like big production Yeah, with all these people. I can't, I mean, I looked at pictures of it and I'm like, yeah, that was ginormous. <laughs> I feel like it was a lot bigger than what we, what like we experienced today at Disney, oh, for um, sure. Disney world. But basically, it's evolved over the years. It was introduced in Walt Disney World um, with their inaugural holiday season, which obviously was 1971. Started at the Magic Kingdom, but then they moved it over to Epcot in 94. So it's grown from a simple procession of candlelit carolers into like this magnificent classical concert featuring a thousand voice mass choir. Um, they do like the living Christmas tree thing, which I've heard. I've, I've actually never seen this, sadly. Bum, bum, bum. Um but I've like heard about it. I've seen photos. I've watched videos. So they have like an orchestra yep. with like trumpets and I mean, full on orchestra. They have trumpets and bells and soloists and they have sign language um, interpreters and co- like all these guest conductor um, conductors come in. And then, like you said, they do uh, celebrity narrators. Um, but basically they just said that, you know, Disney guests love it because it just kind of puts you in the holiday spirit. And then uh, one thing that I was looking up, because I wasn't really sure like exactly what the role of the celebrity was, but they come in each year and they tell the Christmas story, like the biblical yep. version of the Christmas story, which I was like, oh, I had no idea they did that, which I'm surprised because you know how like. We tend not of- to mix in real religious yeah, beliefs. And yeah, yeah. But so that they still do this. They still do it. I mean, after all, whether or not we as a society continue to say Christmas is or is not a religious thing, it did start out that way. And yeah. you can't ignore the fact that it started out that way, regardless of whether you believe in, in that or not. But, like, that's where it came from. Um, yeah. But I, I still, it's I, even though I don't necessarily consider myself a very religious, I still think it's awesome that they do it. Because if yeah. you want to experience a kind of religious version of, of a Christmas activity, Disney, you can still do it. And I think that's important to people. Yeah. Um, and then currently right now in Epcot, it is performed three times a night. They have a 50 piece orchestra that accompanies them. Um, and then you can, some of the other things that I just looked up, like you can get advanced reservations for it. It's um, part of like a dining package. So you can, yeah, get, like you can get, get dinner which, at the Coral Reef or at the Garden Grill. And then they give you priority seating or like, you know, yeah. specified seating. And yeah, and, and then they do, obviously, this is what I was going to ask you about. So they have cast members that participate in the guest choir. So I was going to ask you how that works. Yeah, so you are allowed to try out for it. So the choir itself isn't just cast. It is uh, Walt Disney World cast mixed in with some guest choirs from the area okay. or whatever. And they also include members of the Voices of Liberty. So yes, they're okay. also cast members, but that's their main thing is they sing. Those right. are the, the cast that sings over at the American Pavilion. Um cast has to try out so they are yeah. able to uh sign up online they go to a tryout and they sing i actually have a co-worker who on the day that he had to do his tryout was having like a bad ear infection and um, and it had been like one of those things where like it was on and off and on and off and it was just bad that day and the song and this is not not a joke although it is ultimately a joke the song he had to <laughs> sing as part of his tryout is can you hear what i hear and he was like i can't <laughs> i actually cannot <laughs> 
Um, so oh. the the cast members that you see up there on stage pass the tryout. So it's not you know it's not just any old person can hop up on there and do right. it. They do take it seriously. And they they want to make sure that that you have a good singing voice. And I I don't have a good singing voice. And I know we've we've um I know in my life I've talked to people who have been in the choir. At yeah, who've done the candlelight it. processional? I, either as a cast member, or as a as a like I mentioned, how they do guest choirs that must have been from a local high school or whatever, where the, or yeah. middle school, you know, some school where they were able to do it. And I, could you imagine, like, if, if that's your if, you, if this is your passion, like being in a choir and you get to go do it at Disney, yeah. I think that'd be so cool. Yeah, well, and it's funny because if you think of it, it is kind of like being in school because it's like you have a work schedule as a cast yes. member, but it's like, well, I have to get off because like, I have to go be in the choir, yes. like for the, for the whatever. And then you basically have like your chorus concert, which is like the ceremony that they do. So yeah, you got to put um, on your gown and it's very, I mean, it's very like professionally done. I mean, like it's legit. Yeah. So now where, okay. So this was the other thing. Where exactly in Epcot is it? It's at the, uh, oh my gosh, I can't believe I can't think of the name of the theater, but the same theater where the Eat to the Beat concert series is. Okay. Or, yeah. Yeah. Uh, over the, there. It's yeah. in America, right? It's, in the, Isn't yeah, it it's uh, okay. right across to the American Pavilion. We're all, where most shows are, are uh, what the, what okay. is the heck is the name of that garden? The American you Garden or something? I don't know. Who cares? I always think of Garden Rocks. <laughs> so yeah. That's, well, what, like, that's where Garden Rocks of, takes place. Right. Also Eat to like, the Beat and Eat all those to the Beat, all those. Okay, yeah, so that makes sense. So basically, if you're walking around the World Showcase, you're going to run into it at some point. You'll hear it. I mean, you can hear it as you're walking by. Yeah, um, yeah. If you're looking to do it the rest, for the rest of the season, you should get there early. Um, people line up to see it. Yeah, it seems like it gets a, crazy. It's a real draw. Even though they do it three times a night. And it fills up all three times. Especially I know. Fridays and Saturday nights, for sure. It's going to be. Yeah, it's the weekends are crazy. Um, okay, was there anything else in? Oh, Epcot. We have to talk about um, the Osprey. Oh no, that's MGM. I keep thinking that I keep thinking the Osborne lights were like in all these other parks. Why? And the funny thing is, is like I've never seen it. Oh no, you don't tell people you've never seen it because it's going to make them mad. Because people, well, I just I was told you I was never there in the holidays until last year. People take that stuff very seriously. Yeah. Oh, Doug and them were like livid. I can't believe that I can't think of the name of the theater. Where the okay, procession. I'm literally looking it up because it's killing okay. me. And of course, it's not listed on the app right now. So we'd have to give All it right. up. Good have to give it up. Um, yeah, let's go over to uh, Hollywood Studios slash not my MGM. Hashtag not my MGM. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. <laughs> now, we have quite a few things. I mean, we have all the decorations and everything that happens down Sunset Boulevard, which is where, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of it is uh, Tower of Terror. They do projections there. They have some um, screens along the way. They do some projections up there as well. Yeah. They make it snow on that road as well. They have all kinds of lasers and stuff. It's actually a pretty cool environment. I do. I was going to say, I do want to say, I think that was probably my most favorite thing yeah. when we went last year was like, yeah, the Christmas party magic kingdom, obviously it's magical, but I've really enjoyed the Snope and all like the projection on tower of terror. I really enjoyed like all of that stuff for Hollywood studios just cause I love, um, I love Hollywood Boulevard. Yes. It's just like one of my favorite streets to walk down. So I was like to have all of that be holiday and the lights and like, all of the storefronts and stuff. I just loved it. It's cool. Those were my favorites. Um, in addition so. to that, they also do the Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam fireworks show. And of course, mm-hmm. now there is a uh, dessert party attached to that. Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam debuted in uh, 2016. It was November 14th mm-hmm. was the first show in 2016. Yeah. Um, which, which I think, I'm pretty sure that's when we were there. Could be. I feel like we were there for it. And I remember be, being like, well, this is the first time they're doing it. I don't remember. I'll have to go back and look at our dates, but I, don't know. I, didn't I mean, know either you way, back then. either way, it was like we were there 
No, maybe it wasn't 16. I don't know. I could just be throwing out dates. Don't listen to me. Just don't listen Um, to me, people. Like me in high school, (laughs) Beth is throwing out dates. So um, that's not even true. There were no Because I was like, well, no, wait, because it was last year, not 16. It was last year. Anyways, whatever. It's, I feel like it's the end of this weekend, and I'm like, I'm not thinking straight. Sorry, guys. You know, the real crazy thing is I went to the the Christmas party, and I feel like Christmas is over. That's bad, right? It's not even Thanksgiving. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is. It kind, kind of is. is. Um, so let's talk about the big thing. Okay. The Osborne family spectacle of life. I was going to say my brain, but oh. the other big thing in the room um yes. is the osborne uh family spectacle of dancing lights how dare you forget to mention how they danced Sorry. beth okay because... well we were gonna get to that because that's in my notes of okay. when it was changed Gosh. well then you tell me give me throw some All right, more do you want to give do you want to give the rundown of like how it began no do you know the story <laughs> i actually do really you... don't know oh okay so there's this guy named jennings and his wife mitzi osborne and they started mitzi. this mitzi which i love they basically started this in their in their home in the 1980s the re- at the request of their daughter. So their daughter was like, hey, dad, I really want to do a bunch of Christmas lights in the yard. And he was like, okay, let's do it. So basically, it started in their yard. And then it started growing and growing and growing to the point where the neighbors ended up suing. Like they had a lawsuit on their oh. hands because um, 95 would be shut down. Um basically of people trying to get into this neighborhood. And so the neighbors were like, Hey, we can't like, it takes us forever to go anywhere and emergency vehicles cannot get down this road. So like this has to end. It ended up like all this litigation happened. And then in 1994, I think it was the judge, like the judge, the court was finally like, you have to shut it down. You can't do it anymore. So in 1995, that is when like the 2000. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. 1995 is when Disney parks were like, Hey, we want to bring it to our parks. So for those of you who did, who don't like know this, yes, it was not Ozzy Osbourne's family because <laughs> forever that's me. that's what I thought it was. I legit no. thought it was just something that they like. It was a themed thing around them that like they um, financed. That's what I thought it was. You didn't see and the so, big light up crazy train rolling rolling. <laughs> so then I was like, oh, this is like another like a, like a real family, like a real American family that yeah. did this. So 1995, it came to Disney. It was originally set up on the residential street that was part of MGM's Backlot Tour, which RIP Backlot Tour, hashtag not not my MGM. Um, So that's where it was. Like, I think they said they would shut down the Backlot Tour at like dusk. And then that's when people could start walking around back there. They would turn the lights on. Um, It started in mid-November, running into the first week of January. It required over 800,000 watts of electricity. So if you can imagine that. And then in 2004, it had to be moved to the New York street set, which is basically now known as the streets of America. Um, They had to make way for the lights, motors, action, extreme stunt show back there. That's when they closed the back lot tour and all of that. What's left Uh, of it. What's left of it. Yeah. So as part of the move, the studios added an artificial snow effect to the display. So that was made up of 33 snow machines that use a hundred gallons of fluid per evening. So that was actually like real snow, huh? (laughs) <laughs> uh, it's closer maybe than snow, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't remember. I have to ask Doug about like how, what that actually looked like in comparison to Snope. Uh, but basically 2006 was the next edition. They added over 1500 dimmer relay circuits and control switches to the displays to enable the lights to dim on and off electronically. So before this was just like a standing thing, right? So yep. they're just like lights. Um, but and then 2006 was when they added all this stuff. So the relays were then choreographed to musical scores, which we all know, like when that craze started, there was like certain houses, I feel like that started that. And it was like, oh, my gosh, have you seen this video? This guy that did 
you know, he took all these Christmas songs and like started making Mm -hmm. whatever. So it's kind of the same thing. So that's when they changed it to the Osborne family spectacle of dancing lights. Gotcha. It was in 2006 because then they were like, oh, the lights are actually dancing now. Um, Then in 2011, the display had another major overhaul. I almost said overhaul. (laughs) Overhaul. (laughs) Having trouble articulating my words today. Um, All the lights were then swapped out for the LED lights because, you know, you got to save energy. Yes. Um, and that included all the rope lights. So all the accord, all the choreography at that point then had to be redone. Lord help those people that had to like redo all that <laughs> stuff. So, and then I have this in my notes. Disney finally got greedy in 2014. <laughs> they reserved the viewing of the lights. Um, it was part of a package. So it was the frozen holiday premium package. So I guess you couldn't see them until, unless you were, unless you had that package. Well, uh, they had like a reserved time and area for them. I think it was still open to everybody, but if you oh, wanted okay. to have, okay. kind of like how you can do a dessert fireworks party or even like you can uh, rent out space kind of and do like yeah. an extra thing for illuminations. I know it's not there anymore, but that kind of thing where if you paid extra, you have a little bit more of an unadulterated version right. of it. Yeah. Which we, you know, we do, they do that all the time now. But, um, and then my last note was that the final, fi- are you listening to me? I'm trying <laughs> fi- to. So I said final. <laughs> I'm like the final performance, guys. The final performance was January 6th, 2016, as rip, we all rip, know. Rip. I mean, I have my uh, last year, my It's a Wrap shirt from the uh, Osborne Lights from 2015, because technically 2015 was the last right. season, but it really yeah. ended in 2016, but it was the 2015 season. Well, and they were supposed to be done on the 3rd, so it was supposed to be done January 3rd. I read this where they were like, okay, January 3rd is going to be the last day, and then on January 3rd, they announced that they were going to extend it three more days. So it was like, oh, so it actually ended on January 6th. I'd have been bummed if I made plans to get out there on the 3rd and be like, it was, that was it. And now I could have come back on the 6th. Yeah. Well, and I feel like they always kind of make a big like to do about things when they're like well, closing that, down. Well, yeah, they sold merch and this idiot bought it. I have Nicole and I each have a shirt about merch of how they, the Osborne lights. They actually got me to spend money about how they're mm-hmm. closing an yeah. attraction, essentially. Exactly. Now, of course, you know, that's a contract that they had. They didn't, it didn't get right for whatever reason. And we probably may never know the real reason why they're not back. For all we know, the Osborne, and I'm not accusing, but for all we know, the Osborne family wanted triple the amount of money. We don't know. Um, Yeah. We just know that it's not there anymore. But ultimately, they needed that space and it's now Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, that's true. Well, and if you think about when they close rides, so I was thinking of like when they close, um, what's that ride? The great movie ride. Yes. (laughs) And how I think they like sold tickets for that. Like you could be, you could buy this package and be part of the like closing, whatever, where they let you walk through it. Which is nuts. Yeah. That's nuts, nuts. Which I would pay money for that, but just saying, if I um, had it. <laughs> I think that wraps us up for Hollywood Studios. And we really don't have a lot to talk about for Animal Kingdom because they really like just started doing Hollywood started. stuff. Yeah. They have so, their animals and the lighting and the and the tree of life awakenings Christmas style. Uh, yeah, they do. Dec- I mean, the decorations there, if you've seen on online anywhere, pictures and videos of it, it's cool. So they did a, a big Christmas tree outside um, outside the entrance of the park between the security checkpoint and the entrance to the park. Um, but that was really like kind of it. And um, now they even have what they're calling a version of Christmas on Pandora because the storyline was always, well, they're so far away. What is it, like 3 billion miles, whatever the number of miles is. 
Um, yeah, I mean, don't get us wrong. Like all the parks, they decorate. Like at, at the least, everybody's always decorated. And the same at the resorts because we really didn't talk much about the resorts. Like obviously, I want to throw in the um, gingerbread house. Yeah, because that's like a big tradition. But all of the resorts always pretty much go all out. So yes. you're always going to find Christmas trees at the resorts and like garland and all the like typical things that you're going to find. Um, and then each park has a big tree. So that is another, like each park has always had their own big Christmas tree, which um, I was watching that special that's on Disney plus. Yeah. where they talk about how they like literally have to close down the roads to get like those trucks through that have all of the parts of the trees mm-hmm. and stuff on them. And they have like a very limited amount of time to get those things up and like up and together, yes. put together. I've seen the dismantled versions of the trees backstage, like oh, right, you? right after Christmas season. And yeah. it's so bizarre because they're sections. So like I saw the right. big round base and then I saw yeah. like a slightly smaller and then a slightly smaller and they're all sitting next yeah. to each other on a flatbed truck. Um, somewhere. Yeah, and they like yeah. bring them in on these like cranes and they have to like line them up yes. and put them together and they have like four hours to do all this. Yes. It's insane. It seems like it'd be, it would be very stressful. Um, um, I but remember... it's cool to see all the teams and stuff too that oh work gosh. on all those things typically like year round. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's nuts to like look over. And I was at the time with guests. I'm like, so when on your left is a dismantled Christmas tree. Just don't kind of don't yeah. pay attention to it. No yeah. big deal. Um, so one of the, by the way, one of the things in our survey that I had asked was like for people who are responding to tell us how they feel about the length of our episodes of the too short, just about right or too long. Hopefully everyone answered either uh, just about right or too short because we're going to go a little long today because we oh, still wow. have a bunch of stuff. So uh, yeah. thanks for hanging out with us a little extra today. For sure. But I wanted to make sure we included all that stuff. And props to Beth for doing the, the clear majority of the research on that um, on our holidays through the parks. Or well, how did I, what did I even call it? Holidays through the years at the through parks. Through the years. Through the years. Holidays through the years. Through the years. But we have a couple of things I want to make sure we get to, including, of course, some news. I'm excited about this. Something I learned that I'm excited for you to learn, too. Um, but mm-hmm. first, let's jump into the news. News nuggets. Dip them in your sauce and put them in your mouth. A natural progression, talking about holidays and even little baby Jesus at Christmas to <laughs> news nuggets, dip them in your sauce and put them in your mouth. Put them in your mouth. <laughs> yes. um, um, okay, so news, I guess, was a little light still for me. I feel like news has just been light. I mean, there's I, there's lots going on, but there's just not a lot of, in comparison to what the summer held. Yeah. I feel like it's still been kind of low, but um, they have a new Disney Skyliner Mickey Mouse Funko Pop. And it is adorable. It is adorable. Um, it came out yesterday, which, spoiler alert, it's Doug and I's anniversary. It's okay. Uh, he had uh, to work. I stayed uh, home in my PJs all day. What, what year um, was this? <laughs> what? That we got married? Yeah. Like, how many years have you been together? Uh, t- 2012. So we just celebrated our seventh year. Well, on behalf of everyone. Uh, thank you. On behalf of everyone here, both myself and the listeners of that park life par- park. <laughs> See, it's you too. That pa- park pa- 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 podcast. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Appreciate it. We, we, people are like, what are y'all going to do? And I'm like, well, Doug's working and I'm at home with the dogs probably in my PJs all day. Um, but we, we kind of celebrated when we were at Disney. So that's when we we did uh, our Ohana dinner. It was nice. What is the price of this Funko Pop? So it comes out to a whopping $39.99. Super cute. And there's a lot of places you can find it at the parks. I was like, oh, they've, it's like, they put it at a lot of different um, stores. So I won't go through the list just for time. Um, But it is really cute. I don't know if you've seen it. I'm looking at it now. That's why I'm so quiet because I just, I'm so interested in it because it's a little cute Mickey popping out of the yeah. doors of yes. the Funko Pop thing. 
And um, it is a wrap. It is a wrap skyliner, just yes, so you know. <laughs> correct. And if I have to <laughs> hear, um, here's a little rant. If I have to hear one more person make what they think is a funny joke about unexpected downtime, maybe it's more, there's one website that I'm reading it on. Guys, get over it. So um, it's over. We've all moved on. The rule is, if you're going to be funny, be funny. So yeah. um, otherwise, you sound like a dope. Uh, but but it does have your favorite cartoon, your favorite Mickey and Minnie, like the new cartoons. Yes. On the back side is like Mickey and Minnie uh, from the new cartoon. And then there's get... like Pluto on one side and Chippendale on the other side. And Mickey's like waving outside the door. It's adorable. I think I'm going to make like a Skylander and get Mickey and Minnie on my backside. So, I mean, I kind of secretly want one of these. There's a I'm not. Re- I'm not. I'm just not big into Funko Pop, but no. like. Like I have the, I got the Hocus Pocus one. I like them. I want to start collecting them. This is one that I would want. Uh, let's move over to the NBA experience at Disney Springs because no one's talking about it. In no, fact, definitely not. <laughs> no one's talking about it so much that they've offered an annual pass discount for uh, the NBA experience, bringing the oh. price from, I want to say $34 down to $19 per adult or $14 wow. per child. Uh, rumor has it or speculation is that it's going to eventually be still a la carte um, available, but also available as part of a package. Because like, sometimes when you buy a certain package, they'll give you like two tickets to mini golf. Or they right. used to give you an option, you know, with your park hopper was one visit to Disney Quest, that kind of thing. I mean, yeah. maybe people are thinking that because it's literally in the same location as Disney Quest. Have you talked to anybody that's actually done it? I know someone who worked who worked there. Um, okay. So the Kremlins were there the day it, it uh, debuted. So right. they did their video there. And it like it looks cool. And I actually know someone who no longer works there because she said it was so dead there. Yeah, that, she's such like a niche thing. I mean yes. Um it was to the point where like her she was only getting scheduled for thirty two hours. She's full time instead of forty, she was getting thirty two and they were six hour shifts, so she'd have to work three, six and one eight to get the forty. But anyway, thirty two. So no. they were starting at noon. Like it was bad. It's just, it's not yeah. looking good over there. And I'm not saying that because I there are some people who revel in the failures of Disney and I'm not one of them. Um, I would rather be no. successful because I it uh, con- to me conceptually it sounded really cool. I guess it's yeah. just not hitting the the appeal that they wanted to. Yeah. Um, I have Which, well, that's kind of just such a small like group that you're. It is. It is kind of strange you know? in that sense. Yeah. Um, I have one other news nugget: the uh, reopening of Beaches and Cream. At the uh, Beach Club, which I guess I could have visited if it was open. I'm not really bitter. I'm still going to hang out in the pool. Um, this is via dvcnews.com, where sometimes you see Greg. Well, you don't see me, but you see my name mentioned because I contribute okay. a little bit here and there. Um, this, uh, the beach is, the, say again? I said the Disney Greg. The Disney Greg. <laughs> um, although they only referenced that part of that podcast there, which was which was the point. Um, Beaches and Cream will be reopening January 19th of next year. So we got about two months left. Let's right. say of it being closed, um, and they are part of the expansion is to use some of the arcade space to expand the seating area. So hopefully, it'll be a little easier to get a reservation, um, yeah. and there'll be a little bit more space for you while you're in there. Space, say space again. A little bit more <laughs> space while you're while you're in there. Wait, does it more sound space. funny when I say? I know, it's just you said it a lot. <laughs> Great. Um, all right, guys. Okay, it's, it's time. Are you ready for me? No, oh, different one. This is a, hey, Greg learned something, and now you will too. So I love learning. You have heard Illuminations before, I assume. Mm-hmm. Most of us listening have heard Illuminations before. Um, I'm going to play a little clip of the audio introduction. So like the narrator, he's the guy that does the <laughs> to blow out the uh, the torches <laughs> around yeah. the Seven Seas, not Seven Seas, World Showcase Lagoon. Um and it's a it's about this guy. 
and any minute now, I'm going to find the piece of audio. Okay. I love awkward silences. Oh. Oh, in a different folder. Okay. Okay. Let me just write this down. Are we ready? Should I say things like crispy pearls? No. <laughs> Here we go. Good evening and welcome. We've gathered here tonight around the fire. So that you, you sounds familiar, right? Like that's the voice yeah. of Illuminations. Would you believe that's also the voice of this character? Buddy, if you're going to pounce, you got to have some bounce. We just need to get you tiggerized. It's Ooh. the same guy. This blew my yeah. mind. So his name is Jim Cummings, and he does a couple yeah. of voices. I don't know if you've heard that name before. What if you're wondering... If you're wondering who he does, this is a clip that I took from uh, the Great Great Big Story channel on YouTube. They did an interview with him. But he has a quick little uh, snippet of some of the voices he does. I take my orders directly from Jafar, princess. And all I want you to do is trust in me. The women like a man with a big bad port, some kind of yeah. Woohoo! Come here, you little write-off. That was in order. Uh, a guard from Aladdin, the movie Aladdin. Ka, so the he snake. did Raven. Yeah, he did, he did Ray from uh, Princess and the Frog, and Pete, like the same Pete. That, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Love um, that. Did you know that? I had no idea. And he also is the voice of Winnie the Pooh. And, yeah, I, was and gonna, I didn't even name all of them. That's actually not even all of them. I and I can visualize what he looks like because Doug watches like all these random YouTube videos about yeah. stuff like this. So that's why I know that because. Of watching one of those videos. He also does Darkwing Duck, and he does some non-Disney characters, including the Tasmanian Devil, but, like, it's just so many voices. And yeah. I wonder if there's, like, a subconscious part of me that would hear the introduction to Illuminations while you're standing. I know it's not there anymore, but while you're standing there. And welcome. Just something so soothing. We've gathered here tonight. I don't yeah. know. Like You, like, want him to, like, break into on different characters. Start, start talking. <laughs> and this was, a, of course, he recorded that before uh, Ray right. was even a, a part of a movie. Um, but I just thought I'd share that with you. I learned something. A coworker mentioned that to me and I was like, that's not real. And I looked Pre- it up and sure enough and show enough. It was show real. Enough. Show enough. It was real. Um, I have some other pieces of sound I want to play for you. Um, this All is, this is, uh, let's do the one that was submitted by Brayden who winds up coming up almost every episode. How does this happen? Am I brainwashed? Brayden, why don't you just like be a host on our just show? Like, you- uh, come on whenever you want. Although you pretty much, I wound up talking about you most weeks anyway. Um, Brayden and I, by the way, are going to brave the crowds on New Year's Eve at Epcot, by the way. So if anyone happens to be there tonight, shout, shout, shout me out and I save me because it's going to be very busy. <laughs> You're going to be what? I'll be watching your story from the comfort of my own home, yeah. probably with a glass of wine in my hand. I'm sure I'm going to be jealous of you. I'd rather be doing that. So um, this was a video. He sent me a link from a, a video from, it was either 1993 or 1994. It's hard to nail down what year the video came out, but they're talking about 1994 Epcot. Yeah. Um, so this was submitted by Brayden. This is uh, the clip you're going to hear is a piece of audio from a guy who worked in a research lab that, you know, basically acted as a consultant for interventions at Epcot. Now, you may remember you may remember interventions was supposed to be like the spot to go to talking about the next like the next big thing in technology. Right. Now, of course, that gets quickly outdated and blah, 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 blah. It's pretty much why interventions doesn't exist because it's hard to keep up with right. it. Um, but this is a piece of audio, for, again, from 19, either 93 or 94. Uh, and this guy was talking about the section of, of interventions that was going to revolve around phones. Okay. I think the most exciting thing about phones is that they're going to disappear in the next few years. 
Uh, phones right now are a physical object on your desk, but there's soon going to be a feature that'll show up in your TV set, it'll show up in your wristwatch, it'll show up on your computer. So actually you're seeing the end of phones as we know it. Dude, how many years, 20 something years ago, 24 or five years ago? So my math is bad. I know it. And he was calling yeah. how phones were going to be handheld thing. Well, they're handheld. Uh, part of your yeah. wristwatch, basically right. um, like uh, accessories to your life, which is kind of nuts. That was so long ago. It's crazy too to think um, like when you watch that Imagineering story, like the technology that they were using and that they were basically creating, it's like other, like this was like the first time that some of these things were being used. Yes. That like Apple took over and like now is a part of our everyday life. Yeah. Things that you just really didn't realize and you're like, and then they're talking about how a lot of stuff that they did, they didn't really have blueprints for because they were yeah. like, we just made it happen. Yeah. Like it was, it was all like personalized things. We had no blueprints for these things. Like we just kind of made them. So yes. we didn't really know. Then we had to like recreate things. And I wonder, yeah. like when I hear a clip like that, how many people that work with this person were like, dude's crazy. Guy has, right. he's not in reality. Right. He's just saying yeah. things. He's like the kook. That you would just go saw to. Night, you watch Knight Rider. Yeah, you just smile and nod at him as he spouts off yeah. his crazy talk. Yeah. Uh, and he obviously he called it, I mean, years and years and years before it ever happened. The last piece of audio I have, um, I don't know how I got to this. I think maybe someone shared it on Facebook or something. But uh, there's an artist, an up-and-coming artist, if you will, on YouTube that mm -hmm. has a song called Adult Disney Woman. And I want to oh, play a little. I, you've seen this? I want to play it for everyone else. His name is Max Ash. I actually asked for, I commented on the video, like, hey, if you don't mind, I'd like to play this on my podcast. He was like, yeah, sure. So just FYI, got permission, got written. We got permissions. If you want to call this written permission, I got written permission to play a little bit. So this is, it's going well, to you're, be. We are influencers. So. Oh, whatever, right? I mean, we're setting trends right here, right now on episode 42 of that Park Life podcast. Um, so a little, a little clip of adult Disney woman. Got a huge tattoo of Moana on a hip Knows every Jungle Cruise ride joke and quip One day her wedding will be Little Mermaid themed And the groom is just gonna have to be okay with that She's cultured thanks to Epcot She's always Disney bound She's first in line at the rope drop And stays for every second of the magic hours She's got a reservation at Club 33 It's not for a decade She waits patiently but for an earlier slot, she'd kill her family. Yeah, she's an adult Disney woman. Minus the Club Thirty Three, how relatable is that? I know. I was like Club Thirty Three, man. I'm like, who, who do you know that's in Club Thirty Three? How do I meet them? You have to say I don't have a Disney tattoo, but I want. Like, I already have which one I want. What is um, it? I want to get the. Um, like, you know, when they start doing animation where they do the drawings of yeah. characters. So I really want to get one of Rapunzel where she's sitting like this. Oh. And she's like, like a drawing of it. It's so not just, like a... To be actual... clear, it was head on the hands since no one can see you but me. Yes. Again, <laughs> <laughs> okay, end of the weekend here. Yes. Yeah. It's like where she's kind of like sitting and she kind of has her like chin on her hand and she's looking up or whatever. Yes. But it's like the drawing part of it. So there's like lines through it and it kind of looks oh, all... Or like sounds... animation. Whatever. That sounds interesting. And then I really want to get kind of the same idea of Gus Gus and Jacques. I mean, Jacques? Yeah, that's right. I like um, Jacques? Jacques? It's a fancy name. I couldn't get it. My, too. My Cinderella. Um, let's wrap this up with some history. 
This week in 2016, Pizza Rizzo opened its doors and it basically closed its doors the next day. Um, Pizza Rizzo opened up. It's of course a quick service Muppet themed restaurant in Hollywood Studios. Um, that's been, this is the day, the week that it had its grand opening. Now it's operational seasonally, which is like basically now because Galaxy's Edge is open, it like kind of opened its yeah. doors a little bit. I don't even know if it's open today. Um, by the way, have I ever mentioned that this is where Nicole and I go to tell each other secrets? Yes, you have. You okay, told good. us that before. Um, and I got a juicy one for the next time we go. I told her yesterday. I was like, by the way, the next time we're there, I got a great one for you. Can't wait. Um, I killed a person. And um, that would be, that's not real, by the way. I didn't kill anybody. It was more of a, of a maiming. Um, what do you got? I don't know what just happened. I don't know either. <laughs> Okay, this week in 1994, The Timekeeper, a new attraction featuring a Circle Vision 360 film and audio animatronics with special effects, opened at Walt Disney World's Tomorrowland. Oh. So this replaced the America the Beautiful. Um, it was the show that featured, um, sorry, the show features a levitating android called Nine Eye, which the Nine Eyes basically represented like the nine cameras that were in the circle thing, which is funny because I actually picked this out before we watched the, um, I'm going to mention it again, the Imagineering Story, because yeah. they talked about in the second episode um they talked about the 360 circle vision thing so this was that attraction and can you guess if you haven't looked at it do you remember who used to do the voice well i, I know because i've seen it and i was a fan of it so obviously it was robin williams mr robin williams no, he's kind of had a rocky uh history with disney so good for him it was a cool show I, I remember liking it a lot with the 3d 3d with the 360 viewing theater it was kind of cool do we have any other facts that we can throw at people i feel like we just need to throw out some more just random things at random facts so in 1992 you Did won't you believe know? this um, <laughs> you won't <I'm, laughs> uh, a huge again thank you to those of you who participated in the survey as always thanks to our patrons we did a quick little a little little something extra for our patrons which they can find on our yep. patron account um, yep, if, you if you want to be nice and support us like they do you can find us over on patreon Dot com And if you type in that park Lab podcast, you'll find us there. Of course, you get access to our close friends list on Instagram, some behind the scenes stuff. You guys, a nice little welcome package. And I got to send out another one this week. And I get excited because I get to toss these um, that park Lab podcast t-shirts in the mix. So Swag. most of the ones you see floating out there um, are either patrons or they've won it in a contest of ours or they're me or you, basically. That's um, true. If you like what you hear today, feel free to leave us a review on iTunes or whatever podcast player you use feel free to reach out again if you ever have something that you want to hear us talk about uh do it braided and just send me a link to a video and, yeah, but, uh, or also if you have like if you have random sound clips i think like there's a lot of people out there that had uncles like i did that basically filmed everything on vhs yeah. so if you got some old videos or old sound clips that we can pull from them or something we love that stuff so yes. um i'm for sure going to be posting a later in the week on my trip at the yacht club i'm very excited about it if you've never been i'm happy to take you with me and of course, we're going to see Frozen. I will probably have a little bit of quick spoiler-free review there, and yep. uh, and our our uh, activities, and maybe our breakfast because I think we're going to go to Kate May while we're there at the Yacht Club. Um, you can follow us at That Park Life Podcast on Instagram. My personal account on Instagram is at the Disney Greg with one G at the end because who does Greg with two Gs at the end? <laughs> Something else you have to remember because Sorry. you are already having a hard enough time remembering your NRG. Um, you can find me over at Lost Princess Printing. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us a little extra this week, but we had so much to talk about. So thanks for hanging yeah. out. Hope you took notes. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>